Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. My name is Matt Weston, and today I'm still joined by my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? How are you still doing tonight? I'm I'm doing okay. You know, I feel like that if you were going to invite me over for this long, that we should have watched a movie or something. I got Lawrence Arabia. Okay. I don't want to watch that. By the way, man, going to see The New Lion King is so terrible. I don't want to talk about The New Lion King. What are you talking about? How can you not want to talk about it? It's your childhood, and you're the book guy. It's Hamlet. Isn't that what you appreciate? I didn't like Hamlet. I haven't read since I was 18, though. Oh, since you were 18? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember it. Oh, you mean you don't remember it? I thought you remember everything that you read. No. That's why I read the same books over again. So is it not like one of the classy books that you save? You're going to get like no. first edition books and you're going to be like, don't touch my Shakespeare. The only first edition book, I think I have a copy of In Cold Blood, first edition. Was that worth? I don't know. Like $5? I got it for my birthday. It's $5. No, I got Who gave it to you? Is it Michael? If it's Michael, then it's $5. No, I didn't get it from Michael. <laughs> um, I always remember that you gave him a book one time for his birthday, and it was a book that you wanted. <laughs> uh, I think I got, no, I got an Al Franken book to make him mad. That's he gave the book to you because you wanted the book. No, I didn't want the book. I just wanted to make him mad to take on that book. Oh, it was I'm not going to even take it. He was it. so mad because he was like, that was the most selfish thing I've ever seen. And I got him here. No, the selfish thing it is, like, I'm here. Here's my Magic 3 on computer. <laughs> 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 Which is the greatest game That's ever. so good. Uh, yeah, it was a good joke. But now I don't want to talk about movies. Then we'll, we'll talk about movies for 30 minutes. And we'll talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Let's just go, go back to Midsummer. We already did. I already, I did <laughs> you know, I did two podcasts on oh Midsummer. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> we talked about it. And I did another episode with another guy. We oh, about you're it. cheating on me, I see. I mean, you're my you're my like NFL. I'm your side piece. That's what it sounds no, like. No, I got two. It's like they're like I put as much effort into each relationship. I don't like being a side piece. You know what? No. I need to find someone new. Okay. Um. So today we're going to preview the NFC South. Oh, gross. You know who's in the NFC South, Taylor? Uh, do I? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know. I know. Is there is there a lot of W's? You don't like you don't like this division at all. I don't like this because I know you don't. I know you hate Carolina. Yeah. I know you don't like Tampa. Yeah. I think you're okay with the Saints. Kinda. Uh, and I know, like, you're kind of on Atlanta. I feel like you don't have any feelings for New- Atlanta and New Orleans. I have zero feelings. But for I know Atlanta. you hate Carolina. You don't like Tampa. Uh, dude, I just I hate it all. Um. Uh, so we'll start here. We'll go to alphabetical order. We'll start with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh. So there's a so they're over under is eight and a half. They're the pro- they're projected to win seven point six games. Their postseason odds are twenty nine point seven percent. I don't like Atlanta this year. The whole thing is, have you seen what they've done in preseason so far? No. It's just easy because they've lost both games. But the issue was just like they they went up against Miami in preseason and lost. Now, I get it. Were Miami wearing the cool jerseys or the stupid new jerseys? I don't know. It's preseason. I would imagine that they're wearing the new cool jerseys. I hate those jerseys. Yeah, you hate everything, though. Unless it's your favorite colors, you're out. But anyways, whenever it comes to the Miami versus Atlanta, they had 12 penalties Atlanta did. Really? Yeah, 12 penalties, and in two games, it's like near 200 yards in penalties, which usually that's not, uh, what's his face, Quaid? Is it Quaid? Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. That's who it is. It's Randy Quaid. It's Dennis Randy Quaid. Quaid. <laughs> yeah, Danny. That's what I thought. It's I was Dennis like, Quaid. Is it Dennis Quaid? It's Dennis Quaid. No, all right. Either way, what's, when your, it comes what's your favorite to Dennis Quaid movie? Okay, probably, hold on. I Hold can't on. think of a movie he's ever been in, but I've seen him in so many things. Yeah, I'm trying. There's like the family one that was the copy of Cheaper by the Dozen. He's also in that 
dog one that just came out. He stars in like dog movies. Okay. I don't know because I'm trying to think like is there a serious movie recently? He's he- oh, Vantage Point. I hated that movie. Oh, yeah. I never you know saw that, that movie though. It's not good because it's this. It's this easy. It's the same thing just being told from somebody else's yeah, point of yeah. view. But you're watching the exact same scene over and over again. So you know it becomes repetitive? The exact same scene yeah. over and over again. I can't remember. What, it's, it's like a type of like, it's a, it has a name for it. Like those type of shows or episodes or movies where it's like the same thing from just everybody's perspective. It's called garbage. <laughs> I guess so. Dennis Quaid seems like if he was your stepfather, you, would, you wouldn't like it, but you wouldn't hate it, you know? If he was your stepfather, <laughs> you wouldn't want to bring your friends around him if you're a female because you yeah. just want to be able to trust him. And it's this easy. I don't trust the hair. Uh, the okay. hair is what I don't trust because the hair has stayed the same. Why yeah. has the hair stayed the same but everything else has gotten older? How is that possible? I don't know. You think he's bald? You know uh, what? No. He I mean, can't Brian Erlacher grew his hair back. Anything's oh. possible. Okay, that's not possible. There's something going on. But Why do the rich people have things that I don't have? I'm going bald. I don't. I don't want to get into this. You know what? Just give me. Just give me some pills. I need some hair. I don't want to get into this. So, <laughs> oh, you're gonna I, cry. <laughs> no, I don't want to get into this. So, last year their defense was 31st in DVA. They were 31st on first down, 21st on second down, 30th on third down. Uh, I, like I know, I understand that you know, their defense really hinges on Deion Jones being healthy, Keanu Neal being healthy. They're never healthy though. Yeah. And. This defense is bad. It's going to be bad again this year. And they have this like young, fast defense that's supposed to be multiple. They can like cover anybody, can cover anybody, and this sort of thing. But they always get hurt because they're tiny and fast, and they're going against big guys. They're making all these tackles, and uh, they always get hurt. Also, like they have one good cornerback in Trufant. Their pass rush is atrocious. They aren't good at stopping the run. They're not good at anything on defense. Nothing. There's nothing they're good at on defense. And that's just disappointing. They just had that one run at the end of the Super Bowl. Remember their defense was bad all 2016? So, oh, now, well, yeah, they're, now they're forcing turnovers, and now they they got hot for like four weeks. But it's the same thing as what's going to happen every single year. It's like Matt Ryan has to score 40 points, and he still may lose the game. And it's just because their defense is going to just give up points. They're fast. Oh, they're great. Oh, they can get after guys. Yeah, but if they miss or if they're not on the field – your backups have proved they can't stop anybody. Yeah, it's not you a don't deep have defense. any. Yeah, you don't have any depth whatsoever in your entire team. So it's Matt Ryan and Julio Jones having to put up just astronomical numbers. By the way, has Julio been paid yet? No. He what is going on with that? He said they're going to take care of him. He's. I'm not concerned. They're going to take care of me. Uh, I don't know. After they just paid you know Grady Jarrett a bunch of money. And if I'm Atlanta, why am I going to take care of him? I get he's Julio and all that, but. Wait, even though I mean, actually, he is probably he's he's this is his age thirty season. Well, and I still say he's top three receiver. Yeah. So, but the thing is, it's I wish I could say like I don't think they're going anywhere, but Atlanta feels like they're going somewhere. And you know what it really was? It was Atlanta's owner going on the field. Oh, I know. Thinking that they won the game. That's what it was. It was Arthur Blank's fault. He cursed his own team. I've never seen that before, but that will go down and it will be made into a thirty for thirty. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> The, the Arthur Blank curse. <laughs> He's one man. <laughs> one man ruined an entire Super Bowl. Just had to walk down the stairs. All he had to do was stay. And I remember they kept putting the camera on him and he was so nervous. Oh, he's just like there and you're just like watching it unravel. And he looks like he he uh, stole 100 Dalmatians. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He's he looks like, like a male Cruella Deville. He lo- yeah, no, he looks like the evil French guy that you see. If he just had like that proper mustache yeah, yeah. going, that thin one, yeah. oh, he'd be just the evil villain that everybody has seen in movies. I wish I grew a mustache. You can't grow any facial hair. <sighs> My beard's getting a little patchy. You have no facial hair or no beard. Yeah, because I just shaved. No, <laughs> no, that's not how this <laughs> that's works. That's why. Did you just shave last week? This, uh, whenever before you came over here. You're a liar. Um, but yeah, I. I so the other player, I mean, the player I really want to talk about on this defense, like Ray Jarrett. I think he's overrated as a pass rusher. He's a very good run stopper. He's a good interior. I mean, like he's probably a great interior rusher, but I guess like the impact that he makes, I think, is overrated because you know the sacks aren't there, the quarterback hits aren't there, um, the pressures aren't there. But I want to talk about Vic Beasley really fast because I'm trying to. He just so last year he had five sacks, mm-hmm. three quarterback hits. Mm-hmm. 27 pressures. Ooh, the 27 pressures is nice. That's, uh, that's no, a like, lot. No, you know what a lot of pressures is? Huh. 40's a lot of pressures. Never mind then. That's 27's bad. okay. 40's a lot of pressures from a guy? Yeah, 40's like top 10. So 27's not bad then. It's okay. But the thing about Beasley was, remember that year he led the league in sacks, the year the Falcons went to the Super Bowl and he had 16 and a half sacks. He had like 12 pressures, four quarterback hits. And the problem with Beasley is that he only has one move. He only has an edge rush and rip, and he hasn't learned a second move at all. And, like, they just don't have any pass rushing. Um, Tackerus McKinley, he never – he's, like, a five-sack-a-year guy. Beasley's, like, a five-sack-a-year guy. They don't have a pass rush. And their cornerbacks, they have Trufant and then Isaiah Oliver's on the other side, and they don't have any other cornerbacks all either. Isn't, I just – I hate this defense. Isn't Dennis Quaid a defensive coordinator? Yeah, oh, he, he was the defensive That's guy I mean. in Seattle. Is he has to be on the hot seat this year? I don't know. Because I mean, think about it. Even with the draft, even when you watched who they were drafting the whole time, you're like, "That was dumb, that was dumb." Because they kept picking the exact same. They just took offensive. I love, I love it though. But I thought they were taking no. They took another small defensive. No, they took Lindstrom in the first round. Yeah, and then they took McGarry in the first round. They trade up to take Caleb McGarry, who I love. I don't know. I love Caleb McGarry. Either way, I just feel like that the defense should be better. Even if it does get injured, you should still have been that guy that's able to replace the pieces because that's what you were known for in Seattle. That's why you got the job. Yeah. I mean, he has to be on some type of hot seat this year unless they're just going to go off of that one Super Bowl run that you were acknowledging that that's just what everybody's going to hold on to. I mean, you can get a lot out of one Super Bowl run. What are you talking about? This team is destined for 8-8. and They just because they're just gonna yeah. always have that in the back of their minds. Matt Ryan will never get over it. Julio Jones at this point needs to go to a different team to have a shot at winning. Because sure, Atlanta's gonna take care of him, but it's the same thing with like a Calvin Johnson. We're just gonna watch the guys put up numbers, and he's never gonna go anywhere. Yeah, but at least he's like, I guess they're competitive. What, great. I so, but I so, so I go back to their defense. They're banking on their defense one improving. And two, getting healthier. Because you know, you want to know what they add to their defense this year? What they add? Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Uh, how does Adrian Claiborne make you feel? Oh, he made me feel so good in Dallas that I loved every second of him. What about Rashid Hagman? How does he make you feel? Uh, Rashid Hagman? Isn't he, like, old now? I don't even know who that is. What about Chris I, Odom? No, I know Rashid Hagman. You know Rashid I Hagman? don't know Chris Odom. That's, that's pretty much the add. Because in the draft, they went offensive line, offensive line. They took Kendall Sheffield, the cornerback. And they took John Kaminsky, a defensive tackle, and they took Jordan Miller, a cornerback. So they added five. They had six defenders to the thirty-first ranked defense last year, and they're just hoping that these guys that are always injured will be healthy this year. And it's also the same defense that they're hoping gets better. That's never been good. That had like a really good five-game run in two thousand sixteen, 
and that's the Falcons' defense. And so like, we can talk all we want about the offense. Like Calvin Ridley's great. Uh, Julio Jones is great. Mohamed Sanu's great. Like it's a great skill group. Uh, Deontay Foreman was injured all of last year. They lost Tevin Coleman. Uh, who knows what Foreman can do this year? But like, and I do like their offensive line a lot. Uh, Matt Ryan's gonna be thirty-four years old. Like, they're gonna score points. Is Matt Ryan gonna be thirty-four. Yeah, he's Oof. gonna be thirty-four. He's up there now. Do you think he's elite? Okay, if you really want me to say, yeah. I don't think he's elite because they didn't win the Super Bowl. But it's just easy. It's not. Well, this is the whole idea when it comes to elite. Is he? Because for me, elite is like top seven, top eight, where you know that if you give that guy the ball, he's going to be able to score a touchdown for you. Yeah. I think Matt Ryan is that guy. The problem is, I just feel like that he's he's just been he's just had the worst luck. Yeah. It just seems like everything has gone the opposite for him, where you think it's going right, where just. Something bad happens, like the defense, because he didn't have a bad season. No, and he was awesome are, last year. But people question him, just like you asking if he's a leader or not. People will say, oh, no, he's not. But yet his numbers say otherwise. He's awesome. The, you're the stats guy. You're the one who said numbers don't lie. So would he be elite? Uh, I mean, by the numbers, well, he's like you know a top eight quarterback. He's top five, I think. It depends on what numbers you want. If you want just yards, but that's a it's a total stat, and total stats are... Are I, lame. They're lame. They don't mean God. Just because you do I something a stats. lot doesn't mean you're good at it. Sure it does. You know what I mean? Saquon runs a lot. It means he's good at it. That's not true. They could give me true. the ball 400 times. Doesn't mean I'll be good at it. Oh, yeah. You're going to be able to break <laughs> off for an 80 yard. I'm not saying <laughs> you that. You know what? That's what you just but said. I'm saying like, what you just if said. If I get the ball 400 times and they'd be like, oh, look, he has. Uh, what? How many yards are you going to have, Matt? <laughs> He has 400 rushing yards. <laughs> yeah, he has a You think you're going to get a yard at a time? You're just going to fall forward every time. Hey, I'm going to do a QB sneak here. No, we need it's first and 10. Hey, I'm going to do a QB sneak. I think here. if I had 400 carries, I could get, or if I had 400 carries over the entire season, I could probably. You'll put up 100 yards. I, yeah, I don't know. I'd give you 100 yards. I'm very slow. But yeah. like I think I would get have like enough good blocking where I could get five, you know, to make up for all the ones and the zeros. Yeah, and the negatives, which and is why negatives. you're gonna get a hundred. Yeah, but I, I think I could get to the line of scrimmage enough times. Oh God, you you think really highly of yourself just, on this? I just think anybody can. The blocking's good enough. No, nobody, <laughs> not anybody can. It's like saying, oh Taylor, you're fine. Go out there. Yeah, I don't know. That's not going to work. It's amazing how fast those guys are. That's what I mean, and how gigantic they are. Just like, I remember, like, thing. like but that's why I don't think Kyle, Kyle gonna, Murray's going to be able to stay healthy. It's because the moment, it's like the moment no, not, some dude talk, just hits him. Let's not talk him, about him yet. It's out. Um, but yeah, Matt Ryan's really good. And I think this could be, and like the backup for Foreman's Edo Smith, and their offensive line is Shake Matthews, James Carpenter, Alex Smith. And then my my favorite right side of any offensive line, Chris Lindstrom, and my guy uh, Caleb McGarry. I love Caleb McGarry. You and just offensive lineman when it comes to it. Well, I love him because I had so many arguments. It's like he's he's going to be a dominant run blocker. He's really good. And it's like no, he's trash. He's garbage. He stinks. He's a fraud. Just wait, wait. So, but he did just have surgery on his heart. I think. Oh, that's a good sign. But he'll be ready for the season. How do you have surgery on your heart and you're ready I for don't, the season? I think he had, I, they had something, but he'll be ready. <laughs> he's, he's, on blood, he's on blood thinners. <laughs> yeah, that's 
That's good. Um, it's hard when you're like six six. You know, you have all that blood that has to go through your body. I your heart's not bigger than anybody else's heart. I don't know if you're supposed to have heart surgery though before the season. I don't like starts. it's not open heart. I don't know what it was. I, I mean, you don't know what it was. You can't just say heart surgery and just say, oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's I don't not know. something you just gloss over. So this is also they also play a really tough schedule this year. They have the six. Do they really? The sixth hardest schedule projected. Some of the games they have to play. They have to play at Minnesota, Philly, at Indy, Tennessee, at Houston, at Arizona. And then the they also play the NFC West. So they play Los Angeles and Seattle at home. And then also the NFC South is going to be really good this year. It's a tough schedule. Do you Did you just say that Arizona was a tough matchup for them? Is, is that it, what you just said? I don't know. You just name Arizona as a I think tough Ari- opponent? I think Arizona can be a tough matchup For depending on the offense. Like if the offense is good or not. You know what? We'll, we'll talk about you Arizona should, You should have left that name off. Um, and also like their defense was bad at everything last year. They're not. Their defense wasn't good at anything. That's, I feel so bad for Matt Ryan. That, that Super Bowl will always be remembered. Forever oh, and ever and ever. I lost like $1,200. I'm still mad about that. Oh, yeah. I've told this story at least 17 times. It's still, though, I. he really is underappreciated. And I feel like if he was on any other team, I mean, if he was on Dallas right now, everybody would be picking us to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's why it's just kind of silly where him and Julio, they had their shot and it just didn't end up working because... I they, still think about that catch Julio had on the sideline in that fourth quarter. It was like, how did he even do that? Remember they put him in field goal position? They got sacked out of field goal position. The one I'll actually always remember, and this is where I the think. The Edelman catch? No, no. The ball was this far. No, the there. Julio drop. I don't the, remember the draw. The Julio when they were going up against Philly at Philly. And it was Nick oh, Foles beat him, and it was yeah, in the end the zone. The year after. Yeah, and it went right through his hands. And that was a catch where it goes, dude, that's you. Yeah. Regardless, that's you, man. And that's where it's weird because both guys, just like we talked about with Julio being top three, that's a catch that you have to make yeah. every time. Yeah. That's DeAndre a, Hopkins makes that catch. Oh, yeah, yeah, easily. Amari Cooper makes that catch, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just mean, like, you know, top three receivers, you know. Amari Cooper. Antonio Brown probably makes that catch. Antonio Brown has frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very funny. Yeah, I just I just don't. <laughs> How do you do that, though, man? I just have to say, you you're going into essentially a cryogenic it's a freezer. New, it's a new technology. But nobody man, understands it What do you yet. mean nobody understands well, it? I don't understand it. So if somebody is spraying, like, it just freeze on you, and you, what do you think is going to happen? It's cold. <laughs> it's it's what it's happens really if you go to the it's Antarctica. Like, it's like a negative 180 degrees. Yeah. It's something like that. Yes. Oh. I don't know how it works. I forgot my shoes. I still went in there. What is the matter with you? Um, By the way, and I still think that's what this whole helmet thing is. It's not about that. It's about him losing toes. Yeah, he's trying to delay the, the truth. That's all this is. Uh, yeah, just trying to delay until he can He's get like Mr. Deeds, the Adam Sandler foot. That's so, what it looks like. I guess to recap Atlanta, I don't think the defense is going to get better. I mean, I guess the, I think the defense is going to get better kind of by default. Just but like, it's, not gonna, it's not going to be good, though. I just don't see this defense being good at all. I think they're going to have to score a lot of points. And Matt Ryan scored a lot of points, but how? And it, but against a tough schedule, you're not going to win ten games, you know, thirty-seven to thirty. And you battling know. it out every yeah, single week. Yeah, you're, you're going to win seven games like that. You're going to win eight games like that. And my, my the whenever I think about Matt Ryan for his entire career, I'll just always think about that game against Cleveland last year they lost, where he's just screaming into the cold 
after like he threw an interception. They and he threw like four touchdowns that game, but there was that one interception the safety steps in from they lose, and he's just screaming into the void. And I'm like, that's what we're all doing every day. Every day we wake up, we're just screaming into the void. Oh yeah, in that a was. World. Did you just like really wanted to like throw that out there? Because you just went off like a deep end with that. You were showing how Matt Ryan was upset. Because it felt like it was him against the world, and he yeah. tried his best. But then you went off to your own little because Matt Ryan. At that there. moment, Matt Ryan was all of us. No, no. So all right. No. So what, I guess real fast, which player are you excited to watch here? Uh, as far as most excited, it has to be the running game here, because it would be it's outside zone. No, it's, I mean, they're going to run the outside zone. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they always run. Yeah, but with Devontae Freeman and Izzo yeah. as their backup? Yeah. Because Devontae's not going to stay healthy. That's all they've ever run. They just run the outside zone. For me, though, losing Tevin Coleman's a big deal. Yeah, I think so, too. And that's why he I'm interested in the running game. He was as a pass catcher, too. Exactly. That's why I'm interested in the running game more than anything, because I want to say the defense just to see if they'd be able to stop somebody, but I'm still with you where I just think it's going to be you're giving up 28 points. They'll have a splash of yeah. a play, but it's still Matt Ryan having to score 40. Yeah. So are you really helping? Or 29. Yeah, you're not helping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 29, maybe 28. But yeah, that 28 is just around. They're going to have to average like 30 points a game. Yeah, I agree. If they're going if they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe even 31. Maybe 30. Big maybe 32. But yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe I mean, 33. For me, I'm, I'm going to watch so much Caleb McGarry film this year. You're not going to watch anything Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch so much Caleb McGarry film. No, God. I'm so excited to watch him play. And they're over under his eight and a half. You're going to uh, be wrong about this, just like Case Keenum. No, I'm not. You're wrong. Nah. Uh, so they're over under his eight and a half. You got the over, you got the under. What do you, what's your prediction for him this year? Sadly enough, I'll take the under, and that's I'm gonna put a seven and nine. Yeah, I have the same thing here too. Uh, you just said that just because I said that. I got it written down right there, dude. You're a liar. Nope. I didn't see anything there. Yeah, I have at seven and nine. I took the un- under as well, and I would bet. I would bet that I put that as a lock. I don't know if I put that as a lock. I do. I feel good about this division because it's the division. That's the problem. I don't feel good about this division. This division's up in the air. No, I feel good about this one. Okay. You know what? I'm interested. Because here you go, Matt. This is your chance. So the next team we're going to talk about is the Carolina Panthers. There you go. Rail. <laughs> you knew good cat noise. Rail. That's pretty good. It's rather mine. Uh, so this in so last year, Cam Newton, from weeks one through nine, his passing the or from weeks one through eight, his pass from weeks one through nine, his passing DBO is thirteen point two percent. From weeks ten through fifteen, it was negative eighteen point seven percent. His shoulder was hurt. He Markel lost all ability. No, he <laughs> lost all ability to throw the ball downfield. And the Panthers were really good for the first eight games of the year. Their offense was so much fun with all the screens, all the reverses, all that the wild uh, stuff that Norv Turner did. Like like Norv Turner hit the weed pen all summer last year, developing the offense they came up with for Carolina, and uh, it ruled. They were so much fun to watch. Cam was having like. It wasn't on the same level as MVP career because he didn't have the rushing offense he has MVP season, but like he was, it was probably his best passing season he was having of his career. And then he got hurt, and then it all fell apart. And then the Panthers lost like every game to end the season. And so now here we are, and this is the question: like, do you think Cam's healthy? I think Will Greer is about to become oh the starting gosh. quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. I'm glad you did this. Because I think Cam Newton is, okay, Carolina would be a good team. Just like you said, they have everything. They were, six, believe, and, they were six and two through nine weeks. I agree with you. But Markel Fultz happened. 
when Mikhail Fultz happened and that shoulder just made him lose all throwing ability. It's not the same thing because, like, his Matthew, he couldn't throw the ball. He, exactly the point. But it's not like he for he does. It's not a mental thing. It was a physical ailment. Here's the thing: Markel's a, a mental thing. This I isn't think, a mental thing. I think their team is just fine without Cam Newton. I think yeah, I think it's a re- it's a really good team without and Cam. it's a really young team too. That's going to be on the up and coming to where if you get rid of Cam, now the team becomes the team and it doesn't become the Cam show. For me, that's what the entire season is. Just like you asked. It's all about is he healthy, is he ready to go, versus what's the Carolina Panthers going to do? Their new young stud that they drafted, can't remember if it starts with the B, he just had two sacks in the other preseason uh, game. Brian Burns. Yeah, and he's been playing great, and they're really excited. Same thing, so that defense is going to be popping off screen. You got McCaffrey coming back, which, by the way, that's also why I think that Cam Newton's passing yards are high, if that's what you're saying. Because yeah, McCaffrey, no, it's saying, a lot of dinking and dacking no, there. No, but I'm saying, yeah, there's a, a lot of screens, yeah. a lot of reverses, a lot of, like, swing passes, but it's you, all part of the same offense. But he was he was great throwing the ball downfield until he got hurt, too. Before I keep going, I just want to make sure one thing. So you're saying if you had the first pick in fantasy, you're going to pick David Johnson over Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I'm I just David want to make Johnson. sure that we're on the same page on that. David Johnson's going to get, like, 100 targets this year. Okay. And what is McCaffrey going to get? Like 70. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so McCaffrey last year, he almost had 2,000 total yards. He had 13 touchdowns. He had 8.1 yards a catch, uh, five yards an attempt. And then also his rush DVOA is 9.6%, and his re- his receiving DVOA was 11.5%. And like McCaffrey is so, he's so good. And he's so much better than I thought he was ever going to be. Nobody thought he'd be like a workhorse guy where you can just give yeah, him the ball every single play. Yeah, and he gets hit play. too, and like he and doesn't get hurt. I think it's just because he's so for he's so wound up. Yeah, and he's so stocky and yeah. he's so low to the ground that it just works really well for him. And yeah, he just knows how to get hit properly, but also it's just the catching ability. I mean, they could just do so many things with him. It's just having to get receivers when it comes to the Carolina Panthers because that's the one thing I'll always. Well, give. I think. DJ, I think DJ Moore is going to be spectacular this year. They lost Funchess, but Funchess has always been hot and cold. Yeah, but I feel like DJ Moore is kind of the same thing. He's, I mean, he I think was, he's awesome, man. I thought he was supposed to be better last year. He should have been better last year. That was his, that was his rookie year, though. So? He was still very good. What are you talking about? Rookies break out all the time. Yeah, but he was still really good last year. He's okay. I wouldn't say he's really good. I guess good. really good. Yeah, yeah really good. Yeah, yeah. come that's on. That's a big statement. Yeah, what are you saying? He right was now? good last year. No, no, no. He's okay. He was good. No, no. We're not saying go. We're saying he averaged okay. 14.3 yards a catch. That's great. That's how many lot. how many catches did he have? Uh, he had fifty five. That's not good. Yeah, <laughs> no. but also like the offense got spread out to a lot of people. I mean, McCaffrey had one hundred seven catches last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> who I was like. What do you mean spread out? You mean it all went to McCaffrey? Yeah, I mean like it spread out among the wide receivers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, they did add uh, Chris Hogan to this offense. Another but, deep threat. Uh, yeah, but if Cam Newton's throwing the ball, it doesn't really matter. And that's the whole thing too. Because my question to you is. How long do they give Cam this season? I mean, they're going to give him the whole season. Really? So you think, you think. I'm not worried at all about it. Oh, what? I'm, I'm, okay, I'm not worried about if Cam's healthy, he's awesome, and there's no qu- concerns at all. They're 2-5. and five. What are they doing? With Cam healthy? Yes. Uh, well, I guess, the, quite, that, well, that's the thing, though. If they're 2-5, and five, I'm assuming Cam's hurt. No, no, no. They're 2-5 and five and Cam is healthy. They keep playing him. Oh, what? Yeah. They'll you play put in Will Greer at that point. No, you don't. Did you see what that man did in preseason? Yeah, you don't do that. He threw a touchdown. I don't. Will Greer is I, the real okay. freaking I deal. I don't give a damn about preseason football. Okay, you know no. what? I don't give a damn about you. How about that? Will well, that's just, Greer that's is just the me. guy. 
Um, Seriously, though, there's no way Cam finished. They haven't even signed him. Isn't his contract up? I don't think so. I think his contract's up after this season. All right, well, you can keep keep talking your blasphemy for one second. You know what? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter because whenever you look it up and you prove me right here, that was the whole idea because they're not signing him to an extension. And that's why whenever they're saying, oh, Will Greer's going to be the replacement of the Panthers organization. Oh, no, we're not. Of course he's not. He has one more year after this year. Okay. And then they still haven't signed him to an extension, though. No. Yeah. And then next year they could cut him and, there only, it is. and only owe two million dollars and save nineteen million dollars. There it is. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. No. Nah, oh yeah. Really. Yeah. Now you're looking at. It, now you're thinking. You're smiling over there. You're like Taylor's right. No, I mean the thing is, is just if he's healthy or not. Like if he's healthy, Cam's awesome, and this team's gonna be awesome. If he's healthy, this is a Super Bowl contending type team. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's relax. Let's the pump the o- so brakes. The offense is awesome. McCaffrey oh spectacular. God. This offensive line is very good. They have Matt Paradis, who's like a top, he's a top five run blocking center. Uh, they have Daryl Williams back. They have Taylor Morden back. They they have a really good guard combination as well too. Like this is just it really if he's healthy, this is gonna be a really really good team. I think you believe in magic in a young girl's heart. Of course. All I know is you're out of your mind. There's no way. Yeah. And it's just because it's it's the same thing where they're going to be, and I agree, I feel like they have the talent enough to be good enough. It's just something's going to go wrong with the team where they're going to lose these games that they should be winning, and it's because if Cam is still starting, even if he's healthy, what are you believing in? How many good seasons has Cam had, Matt? Like five. He's had one. No, he hasn't. Besides the rookie, are you counting rookie years here? Yeah, he was good as Don't rookie. Don't count year. rookie years. This is ridiculous when people do this. He was good as rookie. Dak year, was though. the greatest of all time his rookie year. You do you want me to say it. this? Yeah, you can still count his rookie it's season. It's not, but it's every single. Oh, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest of all time, thanks to that rookie season. No, that's not the, the same. The rookie thing. seasons are all the same. It's always having to learn what the guy can do, and then it's seeing if they can be able to keep up with it. Cam has not been able to keep up with it. And still, the worst thing I've ever seen him do, he didn't fall on the ball in the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, he was awesome that year, too. But he didn't fall on the ball. And he's very good as a runner. He didn't fall on the ball, though, so he's not that awesome. Okay. Well, Because it's, it's just like the point. But I guess, all right, well, yeah. we're, we're in disagree on this one well, here. You know what? It's because and this that's is what people do. They just they just want to, like, be a Cam fan. And he is just, he's not that good. He's all about himself. He was great this last year until he got hurt. He, he was, was great he until he got hurt. For six games? Yeah, eight games. They were six and two. So half of the And then the they season. lost seven in a row so, after okay. he got hurt. Okay. But that's what I mean, though. Was like, he playing those games? Yeah, he played oh, okay. He played five of them. That's all you know. Yeah, because he was hurt. Oh, yeah, again, yeah. again, that's the point we're trying to make. I'm sorry, but I think it. that if you're on the field, then you're healthy, right? You can still play hurt. Yeah, I know, but then why would you play if you know you're going to lose because and you're not going to do well? you're trying to make your team better. But you're not going to make it better if you're the guy that's... I think they're now ba- you're just being selfish. Their backup was uh, Kyle Allen. Why you put him in? They did week seventeen, and what happened? They beat the Falcons. There it is. <laughs> yeah, in a meaningless game. <laughs> but I, but this like I, I love this pass rush though. So this team switched to a three four. Oh, I think the defense is gonna be disgusting. Oh, game. I know. They're, yeah. oh, so their pass rush: Mario Addison, Brian Burns, uh, outside linebacker. They also signed Bruce Irvin as outside linebacker. Then on the defensive line, they added Gerald McCoy, on a great contract. Um, so many other teams try, should try to sign him, but they didn't. They have Don Terry Poe and Kyle Love as their nose tackle, and they're with very good run stoppers, and they have Kwan Shore as the other end as their other defensive end. Like I, I think this can be a top five pass rush. 
I agree. I'm not going to argue at all when it comes to the defensive side. The only thing that really comes down to is the secondary. Because the secondary, they were young. Yeah. So it's all about if they're going to be able to mature because they were the and one. They're, they're young at cornerback, but they're veteran at safety. Yeah. It's just, it's all about if they can stop the pass because that's the only thing you're going to be able to do. Running the ball doesn't really exist with Carolina. And I mean, I don't because I think Dallas even played them last year, and I don't think Zeke really. I don't think Zeke had over 100 yards, and if it did, it was a quiet game. Yeah, it was a quiet hundred if he had it. I just, I don't know. It's the same thing when it comes to Carolina. I, this division is really hard for me to predict. I just don't trust any of these teams. I just feel like that either way something could go wrong. Where even Atlanta, Atlanta's offense is so good. Carolina's defense is so good. Saints, who who knows. And Bucks, you're out of your mind. But whenever it comes to like the Carolinas, the Atlantas, they could truly go either way. And they're a hard gamble because it's all about if they're healthy, just like you're stating. You, it sounds like you would pick these teams if they're healthy. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't pick Atlanta. I don't know. If the I, defense, like the, I like Carolina's offense a lot more than I like Atlanta's defense. It's okay. a difference. That's fair, but I still like Carolina's defense more than their offense. The only thing yeah, I really like sure. about their offense is McCaffrey. Yeah, I like their defense more than their offense, but we're also about a defense I think that could be a top five defense this year. Oh, they're and, they're uh, definitely top five right now. And they're, they're just young at cornerback. So Dante Jackson last year was 61st in success rate, 46%. Uh, Brad Berry was at 54% success rate, was 34th. And Brad Berry defense 15 passes, Dante Jackson 9 and their pass rush was 10th in pressure rate last year. And that was whenever like Julius Peppers was their best defensive end. Yeah. And he's 39 years old. And then you just think about like, the influx of talent they have here. Like, they added McCoy. They added Brian Burns. Mm-hmm. They added Bruce Irvin. Like, it's, a, it's an awesome rush. And, uh, and, so I, I, and they're also switching from a 4-3 to a 3-4. And so you have Keekley, and then you also have Shaq Thomas as your inside linebacker. Or Shaq Thompson, I should say, as your inside linebackers. And I guess my question for their defense, too, this year, one thing I'm going to really look forward to oh, yeah? when the season starts is that Carolina loves to play their base defense. They don't like to play nickel. And uh, I'm interested to see how often they stay in base in their 3-4 defense. Like, how often they rush five pass rushers every play. And they're probably going to do it every single play. And I think so, too, because you have two great... Why wouldn't you? Because yeah, I, I think the reason why they'll do it, too, is that Keekley and Thompson are so good, so good in cover. And coverage, they're they both cover up so much ground. They're both really fast. Uh, and like Heakley's just like a genius. You know, he's a he's a football defensive genius. Until he gets and, a concussion. Uh, well, he hasn't had a concussion last year. Oh, that's good. How many yeah. is he up to? I don't know. I don't want to talk 14. about that. <laughs> he just has a marked on his bedpost. Uh, but yeah, and so I think they'll I think they'll stay in base a lot. I think they'll rush five a lot. And it's gonna be I mean it's gonna be a fun defense to watch. And I think it could be a top five defense. You know, and so you take that. You take everything they have set up on offense, the how good the offense looked when Cam was healthy. And like I said, like if Cam is healthy, I think this is a, a Super Bowl contending type team. If Will Greer was a starter, I would agree with you. But because he's not, I can't agree with anything <laughs> okay. that you're saying right now. It's just a big-time issue whenever it comes to the Carolina Panthers because I want to be a fan. Oh, and the other thing, too, is with Greg Olson, what's with, uh, what's with him? Is he still uh, up and at him with that foot? Is it still okay? I don't is think it's ever going to be okay. And he, but he's still going to be like their one starter, right? Yeah. And he's what, 34, 35? Something like that. And he has that foot problem. Well, hey, their backup is Chris Manhurts. Who's Manhurts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was about is. to say, you sounded really confident about that. I was like, wait, what team? Well, that's the trick. You just say anything confidently, they think you know. You just say the last name, and it's just obvious. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I mean, like the biggest player they lost is Ryan Khalil, and they replaced him with one of the best centers in football. Um, so I really like this team. So which player are you most excited to watch this year? Or you think is most important, that sort of thing? I'm going to say probably Burns, only because if he's already breaking through and he's already getting sacks in preseason, I'm pretty excited to see what he can do because I'm more excited to watch the defense and McCaffrey. Anything else, I don't really care for, yeah. unless Will Greer comes in. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to watch, I guess, more McCaffrey just because I hope hopefully the offense this year is all like it was last year. Where there's a ton of rever- they were, I mean, they were so good at running reverses. Like I love the the fake reverse and then just throw the ball 45 yards downfield. And so I, hopefully it's a lot like that again. And that was the time I love watching the offense last year. And like they have offensive linemen that are really good running downfield. And there's nothing better like McCaffrey catching a pass and then having two 350 men running in front of him. And like McCarthy's just like a red laser, just like shifting around through him. You know. I don't think you should be talking he's like about the, McCaffrey. He's like the mouse in the motorcycle. Uh, you said that you would pick David Johnson over McCaffrey, so I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm just a little twisted, dude. I don't. I can't trust anything you say right now. That's fine. You're excited about watching McCaffrey, but yet it sounds like you're more excited about watching David Johnson, which doesn't make too much <laughs> sense to me. That's my guy. <laughs> no, that's nobody's guy. That's my guy. So the over under seven and a half. What do you have for this one? Oh crap! I'm gonna. Oh, sh- I'm going to say over because I'm going to say 8-8. Eight eight. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to say over 8-8. Eight eight. I think how you feel about the NFC South, I feel about the NFC North. Oh, like, from what you've said and what I have internalized throughout the past two days. Oh, are you talking about like NFC North or Chicago? Yeah. Oh, dude, like, I feel I, good about NFC North. No, like, yeah, I don't, I'm confused about the North, but like how you feel about the South, I feel about the North and vice versa. Well, the North will rise again. Yeah. So I have Carolina winning 11 games. I have them winning this division. Okay. I All and right. and I'm willing to take the bet on Cam being healthy and this being a Super Bowl team. Okay. I feel very good about it. All right, we're gonna yeah, yep. Uh, so I guess somebody's backing up on their Bucks pick over here. We'll get we'll talk <laughs> about <laughs> this. We will. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. And we're back. So. The next thing we're talking about is the New Orleans Saints. And let's just get into it. So Drew Brees, from the Dallas game on, so weeks 1 through 12, Drew Brees, 76.5% completion percentage, 29 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, sacked 10 times, 8.8 yards in attempt. Okay? Okay. After they played the Dallas Cowboys, including that Dallas game, 68.7% completion percentage, down 8, point, 8 percentage points, 3 touchdowns to 3 interceptions, after having a touchdown reception ratio of like, let me try to do some math really fast. <laughs> Go ahead, calculate those numbers. Uh, it was like plus 15. Like they, he threw 15 times more touchdowns than interceptions, and they threw three touchdowns to three interceptions. He averaged uh, 6.4 yards an attempt, which was 2.4 less than he had been uh, done previously. Then he was sacked seven times. And so we're talking about weeks, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16. 17 and two playoff games and this is a small sample size we're talking seven games right here so it's going back to what my theory is for this year and here's the other thing you know how old your breeze is gonna be this year he's hold on it's 39 right it's 39 yeah oh i know i know my age of my men okay all i know is it's actually going back to what my theory though is 
you realize that if New Orleans Saints defense doesn't at least stop their opponent to like 10 to 15 points, even though he's probably going to do it anyways, I feel like he's going to throw his arm out now even he's 40, sooner. He's 40 this year. Oh, my. He's going to throw his arm out even sooner. He was born January 15, 1979. He's old. Uh, so, no, you bring up that point. But also, I'm going to bring up this. So, these are the number of passing attempts Drew Brees has had the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. 673, 536, 489. So, they're already try- that for the last two seasons, they've already been trying to conserve his arm strength. They've been trying to limit how many times he throws the ball. And it's They're still trying to feed the, feed the run game. Uh, that playoff game against the Los Angeles Rams, he was very bad that game. He completed one pass over 15 yards. That was like whenever he closed his eyes and then threw up to Ted Ginn, and Ted Ginn had to run 10 yards back and jump over somebody and make a catch. Only pass over 15 yards he completed, and they were lucky to beat the Eagles the week before that. And this was after being like... They, I mean, they were phenomenal for the first 12 weeks of the season, and then... He lost his arm. They were scoring. Uh, he, you know, he lost his arm, and the offense really started to sputter. So after the Dallas game, they scored twenty-eight points against Tampa, twelve points against Carolina, and they scored thirty-one against Pittsburgh, and then fourteen against Carolina, and then twenty and twenty-three points in the playoff game. And I don't. And this is after scoring like fifty-one points against uh, teams like Cincinnati, forty-eight against Philadelphia, thirty-one against Atlanta. And uh, I just I think the Saints are going to be really good for seven weeks. But that's where I agree with you. And let me ask you this, because in a way, isn't that Drew Brees and Sean Payton's fault? Because think about it. For example, a team like Cincinnati, if you're up by like 20 points, why are you gunning the ball downfield still? Oh, he played that whole game. That's what I mean. That was kind of that game really. I, that game made me mad because like Cincinnati was. Like they were above five hundred, like they're like four and two at that game. Yeah, I think everybody started believing. And we were really, in them again. I was super excited. I was yeah, like, yeah, I can't wait for this game. And then it was like thirty five zero at halftime. You're like, oh my god. Yeah, it's because the rocket blows up on the launching pad. Well, that's not true. Either way, though, it's the same thing. It's like, why do that? And now it's the same thing with New England Patriots and Tom Brady. What do they do all season? They preserve his arm. Well, they really don't have him throw it or bomb so the, it. The weird thing about that is that Brady threw a lot of passes last year, but like he wasn't the way he threw the ball wasn't the same as he did in the postseason. And you can tell, especially starting from game one with Drew Brees, he was winding up and just throwing it as yeah. hard as he could. And it's just watching you're like, man, this is incredible. But just like you just stated after week 13, you can't do it anymore because you're not young, man. And also the other thing, what the hell are you doing giving Michael Thomas a $100 million contract? What is that? $61 million guaranteed? Matt, what wide receiver has won a Super Bowl for a team? Uh, I mean, the Patriots are always in the Super Bowl, so. What wide receiver has I mean, won a Super Bowl? they always win. What wide receiver has won a Super Bowl? Mm. Doesn't happen. I guess Rob Gronkowski. It, oh, my God. Doesn't happen. Julie Edelman, kind of. It, no. Oh, no, I already have a theory about him and Tom. But when it comes to, uh, it just, it doesn't work. I don't believe in that contract. And when it happened, I just started laughing. Because now it's other wide receivers that are like, oh, look, now I deserve this type of money. No wide well, receiver the, deserves that. I guess the that. thing is that, uh, like, I don't know what the what it gets adjusted to. Because the salary cap keeps going up every year. Still five and, years. Yeah, but, like, I, j- I just don't know what a big contract is, you know. It, it just, it's always higher than the next person For is. a wide receiver, it's the highest, and it's not even close. Yeah, and then until the next guy comes along, it'll be higher. And the salary cap keeps going up, and they keep getting paid more. And so, I don't know. I'm not really... 
concerned about the contract. I'm but concerned about the contract. What I'm more concerned with with the Saints is that so they so last year they won two more games than the year before. They went four and three one score games. They had turnover differential plus eight, which was eighth. They won two more games than expected. They play a mediocre schedule. They did. They didn't have any injuries at all, really at all, and uh, and they won thirteen games. And they didn't get any better. They added Latavius Murray instead of Mark Ingram. They added uh, Nick Easton, and then they are also they're probably going to start the seven they drafted from Texas A&M instead. The big addition to this team was Jared Cook, and yeah. so it's like it's an Who's expensive 38? roster. They didn't have a first round pick. They really only drafted the the center from. A&M, like, that was in. Like, so, like, this is the same team. And I guess the idea is, like, you expect the defense to be better because their pass defense was bad last year. Their run defense was great. And their pass defense was a lot worse last year than it was in 2017 whenever they lost to the Vikings. And But, like, you, that has to happen because I, I don't like Breeze. I think it's happened. Like, I think the end is, is here. And are you just wanting Teddy Bridge to set up? Is that what you're wanting no, to have happen? I'm, I'm, I'm still mad he stayed there. Okay, that doesn't make any he sense. He should have went to Miami. Not if he, obviously, just like you just stated. Oh, you think it, Bridgewater knows? Yeah. He's like, oh, Drew ain't got it, dude. And he's like, this is finally my time. Oh. And I think even Sean Payton probably is realizing it, too. I think everybody realizes it but Saints fans and Drew Brees. I think I may change my mind about the Saints then. Ooh. Ooh imagine it's like week seven. Did you see what he did in preseason, by the way? No. Was Bridge, he good? Bridgewater looked good. Oh, man. He looked good. He was like, I think he's like 14 for 17 for like 144 yards. Oh, that's yards. awesome. Yeah. He didn't have any TDs or anything, but I don't think he, had, he turned it over. Oh, he's like he's like a super web. He's like a nuclear bomb just sitting there. Oh, my God. I'm still mad that he stayed in New Orleans, but I, I wanted to see him start this year. But, I mean, even Drew Brees, because is it, okay, is this his last year on the contract? For Brees? Yeah. I think he has two years left. He has two years where they pay him? Was it 40? He's getting paid like $30 million. Man, I just would not pay that. Yeah. I just, I don't, I think this team would be really, it's the same thing, man. It's all about relying on the quarterbacks, but also the Saints, the more we talk about it and the more I realize if their offense doesn't put up that points and their defense, because their defense truly turned me off from last year. And that's where the first year, because it was young, you were like, oh man, look at the shining stars and Lattimore, look at them go. But Eli Apple is god awful and he's still on the team. Eli Apple was good for him though. I he was good. Eli in, he Apple was, good was the Orleans. one that we burned every time. Whenever we saw him on the field, we would throw the ball to his yeah. guy. Well, I mean, you remember the Dallas game, but he also played eight games. He played ten games in New Orleans. He was good in New Orleans. He the thing about uh, Eli Apple was that he wasn't his backup. And I'm sitting here. And I'm trying to find the name, and it was Patrick Robinson, and he was terrible. And that was the thing. Is like the difference between Eli Apple and Robinson was. You know, it was enormous. It was gargantuan. And so it's not that, like, Eli Apple was great. It was that he was so much better than Robinson, who was just obliterated the entire season. I still, I I just can't trust the Saints, and it's because I don't think Brees' arm is going to last. I don't like the Michael Thomas contract. And did they not draft a wide receiver? No. Did they not pick up? So, so oh, wait, don't they have Ginn? They have, they have Ginn, they have Cameron Meredith, and they have Trey Corn Smith, and they signed Jared Cook. Do you like that wide receiving core? I don't like that. And Jared Cook's I mean, again 38. But also, like, Alvin Kamara is a very good. You know, Do you think he's going to be good without Ingram? Yeah. Do you think he's still going to be solid? Yeah. Do you and think Latavius is going to be. Like, I don't like Latavius that much. He's still, neither do I. He's so hot and cold, but he's like, yeah, he'll get you three yards. Cool. 
I just still think Mark Ingram is better than that, though. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think they worked well off each other. I'm, I think Kamara and Ingram are, like, really good friends, too. Same thing, man. In all honesty, I would be, like, loading people in the box when it comes to this because Kamara is going to be the one that's going to be getting the ball so much this yeah. season. I just I I feel bad for Saints fans on this. Uh, so, yeah, I guess you brought up that question about who, which was, so Traquan Smith was second on the on the team in yards for as far as receivers go. He had 427 yards. I was about to say, <laughs> I picked him up in fantasy after the two big games, yeah. and guess what he got after that? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, he so it's zero. like their pass catching is just kind of Michael Thomas on the outside, that's it. Yeah, it's Michael Thomas or bust. And then it's Tegan Deep, and then it's a lot of Alvin Kamara. I think Jared Cook's going to be really good here, though. I do, too, and I think no matter what, he's going to be better than Ben Watson who they have just always wanted to have on their team. And he keeps retiring, coming back. Yeah. But So do you like their defense? So they have Cameron Jordan, Sheldon Rankins, Malcolm Brown, Marcus Davenport. Their linebackers are Klein. I think Demario Davis is really underrated. I only like Cameron Jordan on their defense. Their, their defense didn't prove anything I to mean, me Mark, last year. Uh, you know, La- well, Lattimore had down year. He did. And uh, I mean, I like, I like Marcus Williams still. He was awesome in that Vikings game aside from the play he screwed up. Oh, I'm not blaming him for that. I just, man, I was their defense should have been so much better last year. So for me to be able to they're, say they're anything. They were a top five in run defense DVA, and they were bad against the pass until they traded for Apple. And then they were like, okay. But that's the but point, it wasn't though, as was good as It wasn't it's as good as it was in league. 17. Yeah, they were awesome in 17. And then, like, it dropped the year after. Fitzmagic owned them. And also, if you really think about it, the most disappointing thing about last year, and that's what's funny, that we're talking all of this smack about them, but they really should have been the Super Bowl. So if we're yeah. really going to go there, I mean, they really should have been the team that went up against I Tom mean, Brady. And in my opinion, they would have given a better show. Than, they would score more than three points. Yeah. And then Jared <laughs> Goff and just him being lost out there because he's terrible. Well, also that, that Saints game against the Rams in the NFC Championship game, they had three trips inside Los Angeles' red zone. Fair. And they scored, I think, six points off of it. Fair, but it was still a penalty. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, they... they played awful and they were lucky that the game was as close as it was like they I, had every opportunity they should have blown the rams out oh yeah oh you know? the, it was the one game where it's like the rams easily should have lost but it's just that that arm man really bothers me i won't lie to you it looks like a noodle arm yeah it just it was bad it just looks so wobbly and it doesn't look right and you could clearly tell because it was the switch it was like brady and breeze's arm switched yeah midway it's because one was saving and throwing noodle arm during the entire season while the other one was gunning it against Fitzmagic. Yeah, and I don't... They gun it against Fitzmagic. And lo- like, looking at it now, I think 2017 was their year and it didn't happen. I agree. And uh, and last year looked like their year until Brees fell off, but, like, it like it happened, you know? And uh, you could kind of see it happen. Who So who do you like more, Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey? Probably McCaffrey, funny enough. I think... I like Kamara more. I think Kamara may have like a little bit more potential, I could say. Cause I'm not really talking about like who's better. I'm talking about who you like more. What I like Kamara more. Well, like, I like Kamara more because. Are you saying like who you think is like the best looking? Is that what you're saying? No, not best right looking. Now? I think Kamara's cooler. Okay. Like, he's very punk rock, you know? Okay. So you, what you're saying is that you would date Kamara, but you wouldn't date McCaffrey. No, I'm not saying that. That's what it sounds like <laughs> I'm you're not saying. saying that. That's what I'm getting I'm out saying of this. As far, and also, like, Kamara never uh, gets tackled backwards. And like, he's always falling forward. But McCaffrey and really is like a, a surprise, pick. though. Well, I mean, like McCaffrey's still a top ten pick. Yeah, but nobody expected him to be a workhorse. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's what I'm but saying. But nobody expected Kamara to Kamara's be. Kamara's not a workhorse. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah. No, not as much as McCaffrey. Not as much as McCaffrey. That's the point. Yeah. Tell but him to be is. a man. Tell him to get in the game as much as McCaffrey. I mean, Kamara had a lot of touches last year because you never even include the passing game, you know. Yeah, he only had a lot of touches because Ingram was suspended. Yeah. Yeah. Drugs, am I right? Mm. He comes and gets us all. I even so this is the other thing I want to bring up for the Saints. So their their schedule, they have the twentieth hardest schedule for this year. Well, they play the AFC South, then they play their division, and then they're also playing the NFC North this year. No, they're playing they're not playing the NFC North, they're playing the NFC West. Uh but this is the key I wanted to bring up. So to end the year, they play whenever Drew Brees' arm may be gone. They play Atlanta at Tampa, Carolina at Atlanta, San Francisco, Indy, Tennessee, and at Carolina. And that's how they end the year. And, like, it's not... That's pretty hardcore with division games It's there. tough, yeah. but it's not like... You're not playing, like, I guess the top five elite teams or whatever. But I really do... I like... I really like Carolina this year. And, like, I like the Colts. And, I mean, like, I could see all these teams maybe being, like, 10-win teams, you know? Like they're like teams that are like really in the middle that could be really good or not. They're just going to beat each other up. Atlanta, Carolina, and Saints are going to yeah. beat each other up. Yeah, and so not Tampa. And so like whenever Breeze's arm may be dead, who knows? And also they start the year Houston at the Rams at Seattle and Dallas are their first four games. Who wins on that game, Matt? Houston or? Uh, we're not there yet. We're not. Oh, about we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. who's your, who's the player? So I want to bring that up. So if Breeze's arm is toast. This is what they're up against to. To end the season, it won't be like last year where they're like you know nine and one, and ten and one, and they can just score, you know, ten points against Carolina and be okay. Yeah. Oh, I agree, and that's why the person that I want to watch is Breeze. Yeah. I just have to see, because just like you said, dude, if it goes out, he's done. Like I'm. That's like a that's a retiring of a legend right there. So they play Chicago week seven. Oh, that and arm's I w- gone. I wonder if his arm looks like that game. Oh, all Khalil needs to do is hit it once, and it's done. Yeah. That's all he one, has to I do. mean, the Saints also have one of the five best offensive lines in football. And, like, this, they do. All I know is that Dallas didn't make it look like it. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, you baby. remember one game out of uh, eight. I'm uh, sorry, but that, they played. that one game made me go to the playoffs and I beat Russell Wilson. So that's, that's fine. all that matters. That's why I, I guess my favorite player is Kamara on this team. I love Kamara. Yeah, he's I great. know you do because he's cool and he's good looking, according I'm to you. And you, would date, you said you I'm would date, date him over McCaffrey. That's what you said. Uh, I didn't say that. I wouldn't date either of them. Yeah, right. No. Nah. You like nose rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so? You're not even arguing on that. I'm not arguing against that. Dude, such a pervert. I'm not a pervert. All right, so their over-under is 10.5. Oh, my God, under. You got the under? What I'm not doing a lot. I'm saying 10. I have them at nine and seven. I'm putting at ten and six. I, th- I'm gonna put them as my division winner here. Okay, I think they're gonna miss the playoffs. Oh, okay. We have that on record. That's all I, I think I they're gonna miss the playoffs. All right, you said it here. Once we get to the end, I'll know because I'm still like I think, I don't know. I'm, I, I just don't know. I think two teams out of the north make the playoffs. I'll agree with that. But the hard, yeah, I think two teams out of the north make the playoffs, and I think two teams out of the east make the playoffs. I'm picking Carolina over New Orleans. I see. I see. It would. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to the North over there. But yeah, I'm not. I'll put it to this way. I wouldn't be surprised if your Carolina pick would ended up being the winner. And that's just because I, I don't I don't like that they didn't give Breeze more 
I just don't like that they didn't give him more weapons, something to more rely on, and things like that. I mean, they just they didn't have the money. They were already up against. Are you, they are you like, sure they didn't have the money? Because they gave Michael Thomas a hell yeah, of a lot of money. Yeah, but it doesn't affect their cap this year. They had like one million dollars in cap space, Dude, like you right can, now, and they signed Murray and they signed Cook. You could buy a lot with that. Not really. You can buy me with that. No, not really. Hey, I'm sitting here. I'm ready. Put me in, coach. All right. Well, so now <laughs> the I think we've been like. Now we're talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here you go. This is all you, man. I'm going to sit this one out. And so, like, I think we've been building up for probably, like, s- four months for this moment. Here's your argument, man. Ready probably to go. Probably four months for and it. And yet you didn't pick them as a division winner, and you said that Carolina was going to be the <laughs> only team, so you're not even making them in the playoffs. So th- this is You what ran your mouth this whole time for seven months. So this is what happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm a coward. Yep. I'm a B word. There it is. I'm a P word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really what happens, like, I was super ex- I'm still, I, I think Tampa finishes top 10 in points scored. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this offense. Like, Mike Evans, six foot five, Chris Godwin, six foot one, Brashard Perriman, six foot two, OJ Howard, six foot six, Cameron Bright, six foot five. And they have, like, two practice squad guys who are, like, six three and six four. One of them, his name's Matthew, uh, strange enough. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Who's throwing at them? Jameis Winston. There it is. So last year, Winston threw uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw twelve interceptions. He, they went two and five in games he started. That was tied for ninth in seven games. He threw twelve. Winston threw fourteen interceptions, which is tied for six. Uh, and they went three and six with Jameis Winston. So they're like they won about they're on the same pace to win as many games with Fitzpatrick as with uh, Jameis Winston on deep passes. Ryan Fitzpatrick was actually better at throwing the ball deep. He averaged 16.1 yards in attempt because he has those two insane games to start the year. Uh, Winston averaged 10.9 yards in attempt, and I just like I just love I love the receivers they have. I love Winston in this offense. Like I don't I don't know if Winston's gonna happen or not, but this is the oppor- like he has the opportunity. Like he's all set up for him to have a great year if it was ever gonna happen, and. Uh, the problem is this is the problem here. <laughs> yeah, what's now. the problem? One, I mean, the, oh, and I think Arians is the perfect coach. I think it's the perfect. Oh, you love him. You said I this is it. everything. I can't wait to watch this team play football games. But here's the problem: they have a really hard schedule. Was it ranked? They have the third hard schedule in football this year. Who are they going up against? Are you ready? Yeah. So they play San Francisco at Carolina, then the Giants. And they play at Los Angeles, at New Orleans, then Carolina. And they play at Tennessee, at Seattle, Arizona, New Orleans, at Atlanta, at Jacksonville, Indy, at Detroit, Houston, Atlanta. Like, looking at it on paper, it's like, there's no game that they're for sure going to win. Dude, they're going to lose every game. And there's like, there's three games that they may be favored in. They're going to lose every single one of those games that you just let mention besides Giants. (laughs) What it's about, the only game they're so going to win. So you think win. they're worse than Arizona? They could be, and that's just not even going to be their fault. I mean, I think they can beat Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, ooh, with that schedule, dude, they can Isn't, easily win three games. It's and that's the thing. Like, I think they're going to finish top ten points scored, but it's not going to matter. They're going to lose a lot of games, like thirty-eight to thirty. Probably not because Jameis Winston will put them out of the game before that's not like true. the first half. So, even with Bruce Arians' offense, by the way, are you even a believer in uh, Sparber for the running back? 
No, they're no. I mean, I just they've never had a good. They've rushing never offense. had a good rushing, and it's like, why not pick up a running back? Somehow Philly picks up a new one every single year. Somehow Washington has five of them. How come you can't well, find one running you know, back? And it's funny, it's like the best running back they've had, I think, was Jaquiz Rogers. And he only got like five carries a game. Yeah, and that's just because he's like a specialty player, though. You can't give him the ball every single play. Yeah, but he was still like dynamic. But yeah, they I think they used a second round pick on Pam Barber, too. That's what I mean. They're but still trying Tim to stick Rell with Jones. them to see if he's going to play. They haven't through. had a good running attack since Doug Martin was like in his second year in the league. Oh, and then he got in trouble. Yeah. Doug Martin. What's the matter with you, man? And he got mad. People call him a muscle hamster. <laughs> yeah. Dude, just accept your nickname, dude. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, what? That's not even a bad nickname. Yeah, that's fine. Dude, you're the muscle hamster. That's like a, that's an X-Men. You know there's such thing as wild hamsters? As a wild hamster? Yeah. Wild ham, are they huge? Yeah, they're like, they're like this big. They're like, like six inches long. Maybe yeah. seven. Oh, maybe seven? Yeah, it depends on how fluffed up they are. What about eight? <laughs> depends on how fluffed up they are. What if it's like a really big one? Is it like ten? I don't know. I haven't seen one ten inches. Yeah, but like in the, in the mountains, you'll see wild hamsters sometimes. It's hilarious. Oh, so you've only seen like eight? I've seen probably like three wild hamsters in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Were they like each like six inches like in your face? They're, I mean, like they're between like probably like six to ten inches. Six to ten inches yeah. in your face. Not in my face, but oh. like from like seven feet away. Because you don't approach wildlife. So you're sitting on one of them. Nah, you don't approach wildlife. <laughs> you can't. You leave no trace. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why you send us pictures of you approaching wildlife. I get you. No, I, that was from like <laughs> 35 feet away. Okay. Um, and also, also last year, they went four and seven in one score games. They had turnover differential of negative eighteen. Thirty first in football. Oh my god! You know how many interceptions they had last year? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Twenty eight. They no, I'm talking about not them. I mean, like Fitzpatrick and Winston, they combined for twenty six interceptions. But their defense. Guess how many interceptions their defense had? Two. Two. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. They had two, and so it's like. That you know, turnovers tended to vary year to year and fluctuate. Um, they also were the most injured team in football last year. They won one and a half less games than expected, which was 30th in football. Like everything went wrong for them last year, and now you have a better head coach. And now maybe if Winston throws nine interceptions instead, uh, and if they're throwing the ball downfield a lot, I think their offensive line can be okay enough. Uh, I just love the receivers. Like I love the offense. Like I'm so excited to watch it, and I, I still think they're not going to win a lot of games because the schedule is so tough for them. Who's their backup? Their backup is I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? What are you even doing then if you don't know who their backup is? You're the one who's like cheering on this team, and I agree. But it's their wide receivers that are the weapons. They don't have anything else. Yeah, it's fine. And all their wide receivers are dependent on their quarterback. And you, going into but, this season, were wanting Jameis, saying that, oh, he's going to be great with Bruce Arians. Now you're backtracking from that. And were you saying that Bruce Arians was the be, savior and that you were going to show up wearing a Hawaiian shirt and, like, just with a cigar? Yeah, I'm going like, to gain 200 yeah, pounds. Yeah, gain 200 pounds because you have to be fat I'm to I'm watch gonna, the game. I'm going to go to Tommy Bahama. Yeah. Change up my entire wardrobe. This was you. I'm only eat steak and smoke cigars every meal. And now you're going against it. Because the schedule's so hard. You're such a coward. I know, I am. I said it. I admitted to it. Okay, well, yeah, but I'm going to make sure you were reminded of it. Yeah, it's just, it's such a tough schedule. Uh, their backup quarterback, you ready? Yeah. God, it makes me love this team even more. Who is it? Blaine Gabbert. Okay, they're going to the Super Bowl. The difference is that, is though, is that Blaine Gabbert won't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, he won't. Which, like, 
And with these receivers too, he just has to get it close, you know? Just like get the ball you close. close. You gonna pick Mike Evans in the first round? I can't because I'm taking David Johnson in the first round. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> I just love that so much. Yeah, I take David Johnson over Saquon. So, and so, all right, their defense, they were 32nd defensive DVA for the second year in a row. That's good. Um, so their defensive line is Vita Vea, who, I, who may be ready come week one. William Golston and Dominic Sue. They're switching to a 3-4, so they're going to blitz a lot. Um, their defensive coordinator is none other than Todd Bowles. Their offensive coordinator is Byron Leftwich. So, like, they took the same coaching staff from two, three and 13 Arizona and just moved it down to Tampa. That's and, what you want. Uh, they had, so, this, to this defense, they had Deion Buchanan, who's, like, a fast guy. They had Shaq Barrett. I love the Shaq Barrett signing. I think he'll have, like, 10 sacks this year for him. And... That was kind of it. And so, like, they're also hoping, like, all these young guys in their secondary are good. But their safety's really bad. And, like, Vernon Hargreaves has never been good. But one of the things that they were saying is in this new scheme they're running, it's a lot of press coverage. It's aggressive. And the cornerbacks all feel like that fits their skill set a lot more than playing off-man and reading and reacting. And they drafted Devin White, and they have Levante David. And their inside linebacking combination is, is like, on par with the Carolina Panthers, you know. Like, it's really good. Oh, yeah? So they're going to be a top-five defense, too? No, I think this is... Like, even if this is, like... Even if this is the 20th best defense, that's enormous. Like, that's huge for Tampa. But the problem is, it's just like what you even read. Because you could be right with what you're saying when it comes to their stats. They're improving, but they're still going to lose the games because of their schedule. Yeah. So it's really not going to show up. I wish and I knew that whenever I was saying this. Like, no, 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 no. There's no backtracking. I know you, there isn't. You swore. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to need a picture of you in the Tommy Bahama shirt. And I'm not paying for that either. I mean, that's fine. I do really want to go to that week 15 game against Houston. It's in Tampa. We're, you're not going to that game. I may go by myself, actually. Why? That sounds just really depressing. It sounds like a good time. That does not sound like a good time. Yeah. Especially because both teams are probably not going to be playing for anything. Ooh, I mean, shots I'm not, fired. I'm not going to argue shots. Wait, that. Wait, no, you're saying. supposed to argue. No. What is your deal? We're not there yet. Worst okay. fan ever. Uh, also, they have Jason Pierre-Paul, but he got in a car wreck and almost broke his neck because he was texting and oh driving. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy. Remember we were talking about that? How yeah. he was texting and driving, only driving with his, with his claw, and that's why he crashed his car. It's very funny. Sir, why were you driving with that hand? Because it's my strong hand. <laughs> The other thing that makes me really excited about this uh, Buccaneer season is they play the Tennessee Titans. So it's Marcus Mariota versus Jameis Winston. I'm gonna puke. They're both on their fifth year option. This is this is the end of their career right here. And remember when they both started their career, week one, two thousand fifteen, uh Ken Wisenhut was the coach of the Titans. Lovey Smith was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then Dirk Cutter ended up usurping Lowy Smith later on that year as the offensive coordinator to become the head coach. Tennessee beat the Buccaneers 42-14. to Now here we are. This is the fifth year of their careers. And, like, we don't know much at all about either of them. They're constantly either hurt or bad. Dude, Mariota lost his job in the first preseason game to Tannehill. He lo- oh, I, th- I think Tannehill's getting started. Yeah, him. like Tannehill, like, it wasn't even close. When you saw what Mariota did and then they put in Tannehill – Oh my God! That, that's one of my predictions for this season is that Ryan Taylor is going to take over for Marcus Mariota. It's going to happen like the third week, if that. But I do hope we get Mariota versus Winston. Just like <laughs> I like whenever like 
you go around the sun of times and then you come back with the exact same spot. You know, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool when you're going to see both quarterbacks fired at the end of this season because nobody's going to want to sign him. Who do you think has him. had the better career, Mariota or Winston? Sadly enough, I'm going to give it to Winston. Like Mariota won Mariota's a, career is a joke he, to me. He won a playoff game, but like... yeah. That but, was with a, an all-run heavy offense. And he what had... You see people like make fun of Dak all the time with the amount of yards. Mariota has like 115 yards. Mariota doesn't know how to throw the ball. Yeah. Well, and the other thing about Mariota too is that they're like, oh yeah, but he's always hurt because he gets hit so much. He Y'all have put like $90 million in your offensive yeah. line. Like what else are you needing? How come nobody else is getting really hurt but him? Yeah. And he's just getting touched. So like you can't complain about him getting hit when you put that much money into your office. But you know why, right? It's because he's a surfer, brah. Hell yeah, dude. That's what he is, man. Locos only on this beach. Wait, what? It's my Hawaiian that? accent. Yeah, that's your Hawaiian accent? Locos only on this beach. It sounds like a little Los Angeles vibe there. No, it's Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound like Charlie from Always Sunny. Oh, okay. Gotta get some nachos. <laughs> oh, wow, that's extremely racist. Yeah, I always just think of when I think about Hawaii, I think of the episode of Mad Men, and uh, which you don't need to talk about. And then also, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And whenever I think about forgetting Sarah Marshall, though, I just think about uh, the surfer instructor. That's the only guy I think about. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm turning like forty-seven this year. <laughs> that's old. <laughs> wow. And then, uh, and then also when he goes, the weather outside is weather. It was like, I always like, whenever I think about the movie, it's the two things I think about. So Megan looked it up and like for like our anniversary, you know what she wants to do? What? She wants to stay in that hotel. Oh really? I go, okay, that's pretty solid. But I go, how much is it? She goes, oh, we'd only be able to do one night. I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, yeah, it's like $2,000 a night. I was like, oh my God, I don't even want to do one night. So credit cards are for. That's true too. That's you just never have children and just go <laughs> on vacation. And just go be to go to movie sets where they went to locations. Yeah, it's not, dude, it's, it would be awesome. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> I would love to sell you some weed right now, but I'm at my effing job. <laughs> so, and the other thing is about the Buccaneers too. Whenever Mike Evans and Vincent Jackson were a thing, they were fun to watch together. Mike, it was like it was like a really good volleyball team. Evans is going to be great. Like I think this is where he is going to be teleported to, like the top four receivers. Top five receiver. People are going to really so like take he, like, notice. He takes like Antonio Brown's exactly spot. right because Antonio Brown's not playing with frostbite. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, so which player are you most excited watching this team? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, I'm easily going to say that because I think this is his year. And unlike you. James Winston lost his, is going to lose his job. <laughs> so this is finally the last year. I don't year. think he loses. I think they're going to play him the whole year. Oh, I agree. But yeah. it's only to like prove a point, being like, hey, man, we made this, sure. This is it. Like, we made really sure. We gave you a shot here. Yeah. And you know what he's going to say? But I ate the W's. Yeah. That's what I do. I, no, he's going to say, I understand. I did eat enough W's. Oh, that is what he's going to say. He's like, I'm sorry, coach. And then he'll hold up the yeah, W's. He's going to cry. But I didn't eat enough of them. I did my best, so I just wasn't yeah. hungry enough. Well, he's well, been going to the practice at 4.30 every morning. Yeah, he did that when he first was drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, listen, I think he is a hard worker. I think that man tries. Yeah. However. Some just, guys just don't have it. Well, he doesn't have it because he can't He can't read. <laughs> I think he can read. Are you sure? I think like I think everybody can read. picture read. books. I don't know. Uh, but... I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, so I, I, I know you're excited. This is your team. I'm really excited to watch Jameis play in this offense. Okay. I'm really excited to watch Tampa. Okay. I'm really excited to watch just like 
aggressive, bad defense that blitzes a lot and gives a lot of points, but there's no way they're only have two interceptions next year. They'll have maybe like seven. They have to have more than that. There's no way they're going to have a turnover difference with negative 18. Like everything points to them being better. And they won five games last year. And the schedule is just so tough. And it sucks. It sucks. It, like, you know who has the easiest schedule this year? Hmm. New England. That makes sense. It sucks. That makes sense. Why can't Tampa have that schedule? If Tampa played New England's schedule, they'd win 10 games. I don't know about that. Instead, they play this tough this tough <laughs> schedule. And I'm so upset. And like I've been waiting four months for this. If Tom plays that schedule, Tom goes 11-5. and five. Well, yeah, they go 11-5. They go 12-4. and four Yeah. So Last year was an aberration for them. That's all this was. Uh, so yeah, like I don't know. I was. Hey man, this is your team though. So they're winning the division. Th- you got bucks. They're my ver- This is my Arizona Cardinals this year. Oh my lord! <laughs> I, I feel I, like I, every single week we're gonna have to be talking about the bucks. Well, for sure. No, no, not for sure. <laughs> there is no for sure in just talking about the bucks. All right. So the over under here is six and a half. Yeah, we're going under. You're going under. We're going under. All right. What are you going with? We'll go with three and thirteen. Jesus. I may put them as the worst after listening to that schedule. That's the problem, man. You can say whatever you want, but it's like, think about this schedule. Who are they beating? It's tough. Yeah, who are they gonna beat out of that? I mean, I I think they can beat Detroit. Great, that's one. I think they can beat Arizona. That's two. I Giants th- three. They can beat the Giants. Uh is there another one in there? I think they can beat Houston. Oh, that's wow. four. You shouldn't be saying that. Uh, I you think shouldn't be, I'm not. We we need to end the show. I don't know what and you're they'll, doing. They'll, right now. Play, you they'll be like maybe Atlanta once because Atlanta's defense nope. is bad. That's not happening. I mean, I don't know, dude. It's it's rough. What do you got? It's a rough. So I, you got ten and six, right? No, I have them winning, being better this year. Uh huh. From Wait. five, eleven to six and ten. Okay, no, you're not allowed to pick that. You at least yeah. have to pick five hundred. No, 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 no. You led up to this date. You led up to this date going. No, 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 no. I don't care what your notes say. I wrote eight and eight. I don't care what your notes say. I wrote eight and eight and scratched it out and went six and ten. I wanted to so bad. You have to. No, I can't. The eight and eight is what I'm accepting here. No, I'm doing six and ten. I wanted to so badly. You can't do six and ten. You have no idea how hard this was for me to do. You can't do six and ten. I was so mad. You built up too much of it. You said this was your dream team. There's no take backs, Matt. I can I can still like something but not think it's gonna be good. What's your problem? You know we've had so like I can enjoy no, it, no, but no. I don't have to like. No, I don't no, no, that's fine, that's good. fine, that's great. But you said they were gonna win. Yeah, four months ago. You said they were gonna win the division. I know. I said that's what you said. Ago. I know, and I saw the schedule. Why? But the schedule shouldn't matter if they're. Gonna I didn't win the know the schedule though four months ago. And now what? I should have looked it up. I got it too far ahead of myself. There it is. Because the information was there, I was just so excited. There it is. But yeah, it, it's hard. Um, so I guess we'll go ahead and recap. I'm s- like, you understand, this is very difficult for me. Whatever you say. But remember, they're going eight and eight according to you. This is what intellectuals do. They it's take the information, do. they take the information they have and they make the the best decision they can with it. That's what I'm doing. Intellectuals don't ever bet on James Winston. I bet I'm going to win six games. No, you bet eight and eight. I'm going to go f- hop on the airplane right now. Do bet it. on six games. Tell me behind. Bet the over. Go. Let's see what happens. So for Atlanta, we both have seven and nine. We're both taking the under. For Carolina, I have eleven and five. You have eight and eight. We're both taking the over. Uh, for New Orleans, I'm nine seven. You have ten and six. So you're taking the we're we're both taking the under. But you pick ten and six, and for them to win the division, I think Carolina wins the division. 
And then Tampa, I have six and ten. You have three and thirteen. Six and ten, and yeah, you can't even figure out four teams that they're gonna beat. Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> enough magic's gonna happen. God, enough magic. Who's bringing the magic? Jameis. Okay, that's bad magic. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's that, voodoo. That's voodoo. <laughs> Damn. That's what that is. Oh no! Oh man. man, just watch Princess and the Frog. It's such a good movie. Oh, maybe, that's, maybe that can be him, dude. That, That'd be a good Photoshop. That villain is so awesome. I love that villain. I like that movie. That's a good movie. It's underrated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. I wish they made more cartoons. Me too, especially because I think that was their <laughs> last one that they did, and it was really so solid. Yeah. Like, so instead, we're getting Frozen too. God, I have no desire. Okay. All right, so... Well, no, no, let's keep going. What else Disney movie do you want to see? <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Um, so that that was the NFC South. Then next time we talk, NFC North. Ooh. And then after that, we're going to get frigid. I'm going to turn the AC down to 60 when we do the NFC North. And That's then a- after that, we're going to do the NFC West, and we'll, like, I'll turn the faucet on. So it's like being by the ocean. <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> pretty good. I love waterfalls. Uh, but thank you for listening to the show. Uh, thank you for being on me, Taylor. My name's Matt Weston, and thank you for listening to the radio. Yeah, whatever.